Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of Tales from the Albright. Today we are discussing the November Big Library Read, which is Artie and the Wolf Moon by Olivia Stevens. And we are here with Brianna, like usual, for our Big Library Read discussions. We love Big Library Reads here. We do. From November 2nd, which is the day that this podcast comes out through November 16th, Artie and the Wolf Moon will be available for free for anyone to read on Libby. And... You can check it out at any time. There's no holes, wait lists, anything like that. It is a middle grade, would you say? Yeah. Um, Middle grade graphic novel. It is about Artie, or Artemis, and her journey of growing up and learning about her heritage, which includes being a werewolf. We love that for her. We do. Now we're on to the discussion questions that are provided by the Big Library Read. You can go to thebiglibraryread.com and join a global book discussion, essentially, by replying to the questions that are on their website. So we're just going to discuss them here on the podcast. This is a nice touch. I don't remember seeing these before. I don't think there were. I There used to be like PDF yeah. book reading guides, but now it seems like they're moving towards a more interactive social aspect of it i do love that it's nice because they give like a nice spoiler warning before you go into the discussion forum but it's Mm -hmm. like an actual forum where you can talk to other people reading the book okay so the first question what was your initial reaction to this book what drew you to this graphic novel and what expectations did you have I don't know exactly what I expected. Admittedly, I I don't always read graphic novels. Like, it's not my first choice, but working a lot with the teens here at the library, I've delved into them a lot more to sort of get a sense of what they're interested in because a lot of graphic novels, mm-hmm. that's the thing right now. Um, so I thought it looked really interesting with that mythological element and the werewolves and all of that. So I thought that was a really cool, um, like selling point for the book, particularly being, um, our age and having grown up in the era of Twilight. It is always interesting to see how these retellings come about. I know in like the adult realm, there's a lot more vampire retellings Mm -hmm. going on again. This is like the werewolf side of things. So that is something that appealed to me a lot. Um, And overall, I think they did a really nice job with it. I think it's hard to take mythological concepts that often have a lot of loaded assumptions with them, Mm -hmm. especially because something like Twilight has made a cultural phenomenon, like how people joke about how like vampires don't actually sparkle in Mm -hmm. most uh, versions. So like these werewolves are a little different than what you might expect. But it is really cool how similar to Twilight and other stories, it is still tied to like heritage and Mm -hmm. family. And I liked that a lot. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting because how she inherits being a werewolf is through parents and Mm -hmm. legacy and community. Um, I thought it was fun that they chose a graphic novel um, and it looked like it was something interesting and that's good for all ages instead of the more adult-focused books that they occasionally will choose. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to explore a little more. I know, was it this time last year that they did a Snake Falls to Earth? I believe so, yes. Yes. So, like, it was like, it's a YA, there's been a few adults, and I think this is the first one that's technically um, a juvenile book, Mm -hmm. uh, slash, more specifically, middle grade, um, and the first graphic novel, which is very Mm -hmm. cool. On to the next question. What messages or lessons did you think the author intended to convey through the story? I think she really 
went into the importance of family and community. Yes. And how you kind of need both in order to achieve your full potential. Yeah, I liked how she explores like family in terms of both biological and found family. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the people you're related to. It's the family you built. Because the community that they come out of that has this wolf heritage is one where they're not all necessarily related to each other. Like the family that's closest to them in the book, I thought was their biological Mm -hmm. family and like cousins at first. But you come to learn that it's not. It's just someone who grew up in their town um, that's super close to them. And it's really nice how that family is like a big part of their um, like knowing who they are, exploring what their family cares about, and also like finding safety and security together like Mm -hmm. as a community that way. Analyze the visual storytelling techniques used in the graphic novel, including panel layouts, art style, and the use of color. How do these visual elements enhance the narrative and contribute to your understanding of the characters and emotions? I mean, I like the color palette a lot. I think they do a really nice job with having a lot of the, like, it's like a deep, saturated, Mm -hmm. dark color palette. Um, And they... There's really cool accents in that whenever they are either in wolf form or about to be or like, I don't know, wolfy in some way. Yeah, in high emotions. Yes, yes. They have the red eyes, which is really cool. So like those scenes are often like black and white or actually I would say like what we assume dog vision is. It's like that like dusk color scheme yeah like blue yellows yes so like not totally black and white which is cool because that like plays on well what do they see in werewolf form um and they introduce the reds which is like a nice stark contrast Mm -hmm. so i really do like the way that those colors play in and then like you get the juxtaposition then of her like regular school life and things are all like normal color schemes um and the panel layout is very similar to a lot of graphic novels i'd say it's pretty traditional um, mm-hmm. I like how there are some more interesting ones integrated, like her text messaging is like included as text bubbles laid out over the scenes, which is really cool. So there are some fun ways that they play with that. I think it's also interesting how graphic novels and art style in particular lends kind of almost a different tone to books mm-hmm. where the art itself conveys a lot of meaning and a lot of emotion and action, even though it's just single frames. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the nice, like, depth, particularly in the way they choose to do different shots. Um, and in this one in particular, they also have a lot of the still photographs that mm-hmm. open each of the chapters. So I like that um, some of them are Artie's photographs, and I think the other ones are her dad's. Yes. So they're all her dad Kelly's photographs. So those still moments capture a lot and it you go from like chapter five and it'll have the picture. And then once you've gone through the chapter, you get a better sense of that picture. So it gives it like a depth and a sense of motion. Examine the growth and development of the characters in the story. How do their experiences and relationships shape them over the course of the narrative? I feel like, of course, Artie is the one that changes the most. Yeah. Um, She discovers a broader community than she thought her and her mother had. And she also discovers her father's history and how closely related to him in terms of personality and interests she is. Besides just photography, which she purposely 
went into because it was her father's camera Mm -hmm. and she wanted to feel connected to him. But I think her mother also goes through a major journey throughout the book because it feels like she goes through a healing journey rather than a discovery journey. Yes. Yeah, it's a mix. I feel like her mom is a particularly like deep character who does go through that healing journey. I, I would argue she also discovers like the community piece at the same time Artie does because she, as someone who came from that community, seems to represent the perspective of like wanted to get away, wanted to just do their own thing, mm-hmm. get away from that legacy. And then she realizes and learns through the book how important that is and how she needs that support system. So I think she kind, kind of comes to find that about herself. And also she has that really important moment at the end where she has the opportunity to like kill the vampire that mm-hmm. killed her husband. But she chooses not to do that because it would mean he would rise from the dead. Again, with interesting mythology choices. Um, Because in this book, the problem with vampires is that you can't kill them because if you kill them, then all of the people they drained of life will rise as vampires. So it like creates infinitely more of Mm -hmm. them. So she doesn't want to kill this vampire because it would mean making Kelly into a vampire. So she does have a really good moment there of not um, like reacting in that way. Yeah. And... Um, Loretta, the mom, also reconnects with her biological family towards the end as well. Mm -hmm. So that's always a nice touch. Yeah. And she and her mom look so similar. They do. Yeah. Like, scarily similar. (laughs) Explore the artistic choices made by Olivia Stevens. How do character designs, facial expressions, and background details contribute to the storytelling? I feel like the thing that stands out to me the most is... They get, like, red lines of emotion whenever they're going to shift or there's a heightened emotion. Yeah. And that contributes to just more of an understanding of if the character is, like, agitated or there's strong emotions at play. Um, Because sometimes with graphic novels, things you just kind of read in, like, bland, even way because you don't have the narrative, like, mental Mm -hmm. aspect to them because it's a lot of, like surface how you would see a movie play out so i think with the more heightened expressions and the little details like the red lines she effectively conveys like loudness and emotion and what you need to be paying attention to rather than just reading it kind of bland yeah i like that a lot too i find that when I'm reading traditional style novels and things, I am one of those people who like goes for the dialogue Mm -hmm. and I like often will like skim things that are like heftier descriptions of the in-between. And I like that with graphic novels, because it's similar to a movie, like it's very visual, it's very there. It's in these situations with the, the bold colors and the artistic choices, it makes it easier to pay attention to those things and not just read for the dialogue and skip any of the in-between that gives Mm -hmm. you context. Yeah, I like that too. And then the next question is, reflect on the portrayal of LGBTQ plus characters and themes in the graphic novel. How does the story address issues related to identity, self-acceptance, and coming out? I think the whole journey is kind of self-acceptance for Artie Mm -hmm. in terms of she can't effectively shift into the wolf form until she accepts herself as herself yeah that's true in terms of lgbtq plus Artie is portrayed as having interest in 
other female characters. I forget what, what is It's her? Maya and Cat. Yes. Cat's the evil one. Yes. <laughs> the vampire. <laughs> so Maya is part of the expanded community where it's Loretta's friends who she grew up with, one of their daughters. Um, and then Cat is a vampire that is just masquerading kind of as a regular girl that gets Artie to hang out with them. I feel like it's just kind of there, to be honest. Yeah, it's not a big part of it. It is nice in that way that it's like a kid's coming of age Uh story, which is kind of a normal piece of the story. Yeah. And I think it's treated like any relationship in like a youth coming of age where Mm -hmm. it's like Maya is this really like sweet and wholesome like cares about her like when when um Artie makes the comment about how oh her photography is okay. stupid or something and she's like who would tell you that like she's very like cares about her whereas cat represents the sort of person that is like a suck on your energy and your well-being like that person who you think mm-hmm. you like but they don't really care about you and like they like cat convinces her to go out late at night and mm-hmm. she's falling asleep at school um and they basically like are not kind to her when she doesn't do what they want. So I think it represents a lot of what teens coming of age experience in terms of the relationships they form. Yeah, and I feel like that goes right into the next question, which is discuss the importance of a diverse and authentic LGBTQ plus representation in literature. It's just nice for people to be able to see themselves reflected in media. Yeah. In movies, books, TV show. In this case, graphic novel. Yes. And I feel like that is something that we see a lot of importance to where we are. A lot of kids and teens want to just see themselves. Actually, people of all ages want to Mm -hmm. see themselves, obviously, in the things they read. But it helps to understand these things and see them as normal because then it's easier to process the harder times. Like the way that Artie has this negative relationship with Kat, who like takes advantage of her and isn't isn't really healthy for her. It helps when teens can see how those relationships can exist and play out and feel comfortable exploring what, what they mean through books and learn about it so that when it comes to their own lives, they feel like they have the tools to approach those situations and relationships. Mm-hmm. Consider the role of art as a means of self-expression in the book. How does Artie use her photography to explore her own identity and cope with challenges? Well, that's a good point. I think she does obviously use her photography as an outlet. That is definitely a big one because it it ties her to her father and it helps, I think, to make her feel grounded. I think we see how important it is to her emotional well-being because when she lets go of it and thinks that it's not cool or she she shouldn't be bothering, that's when she tends to suffer the most. So like losing sight of those things that give us that sense of comfort and happiness and purpose is going to harm us like negative and cause negative experiences for us. So like she ends up in this really dark place struggling a lot because of the loss of that artistic expression that really helps her to, I think, explore her feelings. There's a lot of like two-parters in this discussion. Because going right after that is share your thoughts on how creative outlets like art can serve as tools for personal growth and communication. I think that goes back to sort of like an art therapy aspect where a lot of times, especially kids, don't have the words to say things. But by exploring art and different drawings and like actually 
drawing things out themselves and like drawing their emotions it can help convey what they're trying to say without necessarily having the correct vocabulary for it yes so i think in terms of photography she's documenting her life experiences the entire time so it's telling her story through images that she might not even put together until later are the story of like how she feels coming into her own as a young adult. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's one of the things that we see both with Artie and with her father, even though he's not alive as the story is told. The way that her mom explores their love story, her dad was very much like a capturing all of the moments and the things that he found meaningful and beautiful. And he, as he fell in love with her mom, he took so many photos of her that we get to see. And I feel like that is both a way for him to grow into like his relationship and to express himself and the things that matter to him. But then it's also nice because then those can, that art can be saved. And then Artie was able to use it as a way to learn about and explore her family Mm -hmm. and its roots, which was really nice. Hello everyone. I have decided to split our discussion on the Big Library Read book Artie and the Wolf Moon into two parts. So what that means is that this is where this episode will end today and then we will pick it up next week. If you have any questions, comments, or anything at all, please feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you.